Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, Lori and uh, Julia show here on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thank you for uh, joining us on this Hope Day edition of the program. And uh, a quick reminder, ticket information will be coming to you soon. And that will let you know how you'll be able to help with this year's charity partners for Project Down and Dirty Masterpiece presented by Chan and Dinner Theater. And uh, we'll have all sorts of information about how you'll be able to uh, help us raise money for these fine organizations. Art Buddies, Upstream Arts, Northeast Minneapolis Arts Association, and MCAD's scholarship programs. Thank you, Donnie. Oh, all right. Oh, I love talking to Bruce. Oh, he yeah. the book, The Gifted School, you guys, it's a good one. Really, it is. That'd it's be a in good the top one. five books of the year. Well, Lori, we have so many we've loved. I know, but yes. that would be I mean, in the top it's, five. That one's really yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of getting out of hand how many we love. Yeah, but that one... It was so good. Mm-hmm. It was a page turner. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, I, okay, Donnie, we're putting yeah, okay, it Okay, here we go. We're putting it up. Well, now for something completely different. Pop Culture Pop Jeopardy. Pop Culture Jeopardy. All right, so uh, do your best to... Uh, Put these in the form of a question. Okay. I ask that every week. I'm Doesn't praying it's not out. 80s TV shows. It is again. not 80s. Okay. It's 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 uh, mostly well. It's kind of a mix. All right, all right. Kind of a mix. We'll take more, what we'll, what more we 90s, get. more 90s this time. All right. Okay, all right. Okay. Here we go. Here's your first one. Michael Keaton. Yeah, of course he starred in Batman Returns, but Danny DeVito played this villain. The who is the penguin? The penguin. Danny DeVito was the penguin. Julia gets the point with that one. All right, here we go. Here's your second one. Uh, actress Faith Ford. Faith Ford played former A4 Miss America turned... Murphy Brown? What is Murphy, Murphy Brown? Yeah, Murphy Brown. She played Corky I was going to say Kelly Ripa. On all, oh. ten, all seasons of the show. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That okay. was Faith and Hope. Faith and Hope. I love that show that with Kelly Ripa show. and yeah. her. She was, she's funny. Well, she was on the Murphy Brown reboot, which apparently nobody watched. Oh, it failed miserably. Did you watch it, Donnie? I watched one episode, and I thought it was really bad. Okay. Yeah, they shouldn't have brought that one back. Yeah, okay. Okay. I like to ask, uh, I asked this before with one of the Friends characters. Going to do it again. Uh, On Friends, it was Phoebe Buffay's main occupation. 
What is um, a waitress? A nanny. What is nope. a nanny? What is, what is what a is nurse a... assistant? Nope. Um, what is a coffee shop? No, nope. she, a, she worked at a uh, kindergarten. She was a uh, kindergarten nope. teacher. No. Nope. Daycare? No, what nothing to do with daycare at all. He was a uh, singing um, telegram lady. lady. Yeah, that didn't really count as a full time profession. Okay, Her what main is, profession. What is she worked at a pet she store? Was, she was a, a caterer. She was not a caterer. No, nope. she worked at not a pet store. No, she did not work at a pet store. Um, she <laughs> was a dog walker. She was not a dog walker. These her are main all profession. good. She was a stylist. She was not a stylist. No. No. She was a therapist. That's a tough one. She was a friend. She was. She was a we friend on friends. Yes, we do. She was a masseuse. Uh, That's a never, masseuse. Never would have got it. That I don't was, even remember her being that. Yeah, she was. Worry? That was her main job. I don't she remember that at all. All right, here we go. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Who's Will Smith? Clothes. <laughs> I'm not finished. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. It was the name of the butler. Who is oh. Gerard? Doctor Gerard Butler. No. <laughs> Doctor Gerard Butler. <laughs> That's Thank the best wrong answer you. you've Thank ever you, given. Mm-hmm. At least I, I, you know, Gerard Butler's an actor. The butler, right, the the butler, butler, butler Mr. Butler, Mr. Hollinger, Mr. Bell. No, Mr. Belvedere was another show. Oh, All right, okay. Mr. Hollinger, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Smith. Mr. I can see him. Uh, Mr. Tim. Of course you can. I can see the actor. Yes. I can too. What was the butler's name? Mr. Belafonte. No, there's no Mr. at all. All right. Yeah. No, there's no Mr. Is there just, up? what's yep. the first name? Yep. No, what the butler no was Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Oh. Jeffrey was Gerard the butler. Butler was close. Yeah, it's it very close, yes. All right. So still tied one to one. I never watched that show. Did you? Okay. Lori? I've seen it. Yeah, I yeah. like. Well, I know the beginning of it, the song. The song we don't want to hear our excuses. Yeah, it's okay. Right, you okay. didn't know. All right, how about this one? Suddenly Susan. You remember that one? Who is Brooke Shields? Brooke Shields. Who is Kathy Griffin? Uh, yep. Who's Who is David Spade? No, no, no. What is the newsroom? Uh, what is the magazine? Uh, there we what go. Magazine. Oh, <laughs> Yes. It was a magazine. We loved that show. Now, we did love that <laughs> show. And then, do you remember the name of the magazine? That I don't That's know. That's what? The Gate. As in Golden Gate. The gate. Okay. Well, we give that to Lori. Okay. So here we go. Oh, this is an easy one. You will get this. So be on your toes. Okay. This movie director created Twin Peaks. Who is David Lynch? Yes. David Lynch is the correct answer. One of the most disturbing movies ever. Blue Velvet. Blue Velvet. Yeah. Yeah. That's another one that critics like and people just go, yeah, well, I hated that. Weird, weird, yeah, weird I movie. think you're right. Yeah. All right, so uh, Laura, you win this week uh, three to three to one. Three to one? Three to one. Jeopardy had two that it was yeah. up two. on me. Yeah, so, uh, it was. All in all, a very good showing. All right, Donnie. Thank you. you thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Uh, Mr. Mm-hmm. Gerard Butler. All right. Fine. <laughs> fine. So good. Speaking about, you know, our book, The Gifted School, yes. uh, Felicity Huffman's Accomplish. Uh, or accomplice, excuse yes. me, in her daughter's, uh, uh, you know, getting to do the SAT, having the practice. He's pleading guilty to racketeering. As November he 20th, yeah. He had, like, that would be he the... Got, he cooperated, I think he with gave... With the feds? He cooperated with the feds, uh, maybe shared with them other people who he helped... Uh, like he would Felicity's help people daughter. take it, like, if, you're, if your uh, child got special... You he know, would could, correct the test I know, and write in the right answer. Got to go take a special test because they had a learning disability. They go to his place. Lori Laughlin is just like really kicking herself that she didn't take a deal. Deal. She it, may go to prison for 
years. Well, I mean, I she might get sentenced five years and have yep. to serve. I agree. I don't know what a year. Or, right. It's not looking know. good. Yeah. All right. Listen, we got to go, Julia, because we don't want to cut you off. Please don't on your fabulous random thoughts. Please don't. Which I know you work so. I really do. Hard Thank you. All right. We'll be right. Back. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, here's a random random. The word swim looks the same if you spell it backwards or forwards or turn it upside down. Just a little fun thing to do with your kids. Swims. uh, What do you call it? Swims. What do you call those things? I don't know. An onomatopoeia. It's not. I know. I just mean a palindrome? Yeah, thank you. Oh, well, it's not. Okay. But if you turn it upside, upside down, down it spells the same thing. Got it. Um, in Thailand, every single family is legally required to have a different last name. So if two people have the same last last name. It it's going to change it? Yeah. How about that? Oh. That seems like a lot of work. Don't rent the runway. Holly just did a couple of weeks ago and told us how great it is. Well, listen, they are freezing everyone's account because they cannot keep up with the demand. Wow. So, um, what I say is shop local. Thank you, Go into a store. Go into an actual store. You will die when you feel things, touch things, say hi to people. (laughs) That's, that's so, that sounded so snarky, didn't it? Today, the stores appreciate it. I do. Um, today is guardian angel day, fried scallops day, no alcohol day and random acts of poetry day. Roses are red, Lori. Violets are blue. You're my sis-in-law, and I like you, too. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bravo. Thank you. (laughs) Well done. (laughs) Okay. Lori, you know, we always, you know, you wonder what Casey's going to get you for your birthday or anniversary, and you're like, oh, God, for years you told him not to get you jewelry. No, I just told him that. That was just a three-year moratorium, and then I quickly came to my senses. Like, that's a silly (laughs) one to have him stop. I was like, what was I thinking? And then it was, I remember he got you the... um, Comforter coat, jacket, nighty. What was it? A robe that you thought oh, that was, was for years my mom? Ago when we didn't like each yeah, other, so we were going through a rough patch. How would you like to get <laughs> um, a ticket to fly in SpaceX? I would not appreciate that present. I do not want to go on a trip that takes me four years. It doesn't take that long. Oh, no, not just. This is down. just. These no. are the ones. No. So this <laughs> is apparently going to really happen. So this woman, Lori Frawling, mm-hmm. unwrapped a present her husband gave her for her thirty eighth birthday, and it was a ticket on Virgin Galactic spaceship two. How the hell much is that? Like you could go to two hundred thousand. Yeah, you How could two hundred thousand. I'd be so mad. <laughs> she said, just "What like, about <laughs> our kitchen? We need to remodel." But a, <laughs> really. She always wanted to be an astronaut, but they could afford it, so they did it. Apparently, way back when, um, NASA wanted to take people up in the, um, what were those things called? The shuttles? Mm -hmm. Until it ended. Singer John Denver lobbied NASA for a ride before he passed. People were into it, but he anyway, died in his experimental plane, floating plane. Yeah, he, did. he did. And NASA realized, as a government entity, and the when the Challenger blew up, like having citizens on board is not a good idea. No, I know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're probably going to see that. Remember, famously, Ashton Kutcher. What did bought he... one of the first tickets? Remember? Oh, he did. Ugh. Don't you remember that? I oh, don't. And, My and Lance, memory and is Lance Bass. That... He did too. Yes. All right. Yeah, that's okay. kind of scary memory. 
All right. Humans are the only animals with chins. Really? Mm-hmm. Apes don't have chins? Well, this is what it says. All right. Well, you, what are you just printing crap off the internet? <laughs> no, 25 amazing up. facts okay. about right. the human body. Uh, all right. Thumbs have their own pulse. Julia, please put away the biology book. <laughs> all right. Bye. She's right about the I, thumb, though. Yeah. I am. Yeah. But the other one should be right, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. People use duct tape to fix everything. I'll never forget my grandparents, um, Grandma Julia and Grandpa Duke. They had this old Ford Galaxy two door mm-hmm. you know and the doors would swing out and they cranked out and they'd like sweep out trees because remember those big old cars yeah. like with the suicide door yeah no it wasn't but just when they were just big old cars with just mm-hmm. only two doors they were just huge mm-hmm. and um my grandfather cleverly um fixed the rust area on the chrome bumper with duct tape and would spray Fancy. paint the duct tape a lovely black yeah. to match the rest of the car so you couldn't see it. But I'm they're saying people use duct tape for, for everything. everything. Sure. Everything. People have used it on their car, in the, on their toilet, on a book, in their computer, on their phone. The average American has seven things that are being tempora- temporarily held together by duct tape. Do you have something? No, but Casey and I rented a car in L.A. about a month ago, and we got a letter from the car company accusing us of getting in an accident. And I noticed, I said to Casey, like like at the end of our thing, I said, look at how the the fixed job on this. Somebody fixed the car with uh, spray paint and duct tape. Mm. Oh, really? And they're trying to say, they're trying to say we did it. Because you're supposed to tell them in advance. Oh, We got it at night. Oh, okay. You know, why aren't they, why don't they have a record of this? They always do that too. Are there any dents in your car? Yeah, I did do the walk walk around. But somebody fixed it with duct Duct tape tape and spray paint. And spray paint. Oh, that's funny. Oh, I know it. I'm leaving it to Casey's hand to fight with the car company because we did not do that. Well, First of all, I don't blame you. Well, we wouldn't do that. We would, we would turn in a claim. You know, we would. Yeah, yeah, we would, yeah. yeah but anyway, yeah, that's now it comes in almost every any color you any can imagine. Colors, yeah. It does. Yeah. It comes in a lot of color. Forty nine percent of women drop hints when they want the guy to propose. Mm-hmm. Here are the top five hints. Uh, 2,000, they talked to 2,000 men who are currently married or engaged, and 49% say their fiancé did drop the hint. <sighs> um, you notice her watching lots of shows and movies about wedding and proposals. Oh, gosh. She keeps talking about weddings and other people who got engaged. I tried that. Mm-hmm. She buys wedding <laughs> magazines and leaves them where you can see them. Did you do that? No. no. She forwards email to you from jewelry brands. Oh, my <laughs> Remember Treasure... Um, Treasure on Grand Avenue, they say uh, uh, golden treasures treasures, and they had the thing like if you have a jewelry wish in your future, Mm -hmm. remember, and they'll send a postcard or an email to your loved one. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. When you walk by a jewelry store, she just stops. Yeah. yeah. And looks and is memorized by the ring. Yeah, I mean, it just depends, I guess. Uh, if know. they're going to do it. If well, it depends on, I mean, I, I, I'm I, trying to think if I ever did any of that. If I, I don't know, I don't think nope. so. No. I don't think so. That was, you, I always, uh, I was a reluctant bride. Yeah. She was. So, so you've told us. Yeah, yeah you were. <laughs> if you could eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? One? Yep. <sighs> I guess I'm going to go with uh, a grilled cheese. Oh, I just oh, made one the other night. I just had a grilled cheese. I could live on grilled yeah. cheese. A sourdough bread. I just made an amazing one two nights ago. Mm, Yum. Wow. People, most people say pizza. Oh, uh, all right. Well, yeah. Pizza you yeah. can live on. Tacos, you know, burritos. But yeah, a grilled cheese is a wonderful one to pick. This woman found a $250,000 Rolex in her thrift store couch, and she plans on using it for a boob job. Very yeah! expensive. Well, um, you can get like a thousand boob jobs. Right. There's a woman in Canada who bought a couch at a thrift store four years ago for $25, and she recently was recently going through the cushions and found a watch. It's not any watch. It's a Rolex Day- Daytona. It was the Paul... Newman watch. Remember, he and was it's worth how much? Two hundred fifty thousand dollars. There were only three thousand of them made back in the wow. late sixties. The woman called the watch dealer. They examined it. It's authentic. So, what's the woman planning to do? Sell it. Buy a house and get a boob job. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did she try to find the owner? Well, that's what I kept yeah, thinking. I, I think in the story I read that she Did you? went to the thrift, thrift shop, shop to see if they had a record okay. of who sold the couch. Right. And they did not. But you know, with watches that expensive, a lot of times the watch company has a record based on a serial number of who purchased the watch. Finders, keepers. Okay. This oh, I like, I like <laughs> the way you roll, Lori. Finders, she keepers. Tried. <laughs> They couldn't. What was she supposed to do? Put out a? Did you lose a watch? I mean, she'd have every. I know every. Uh, you know, person. Well, posters on the telephone. It was play. me. It was right. me. It was me. I think it was me. I, I agree, Lori. I think you're right about that. Okay, so 46 percent of people wish smart so smartphones had never been invented. How many? Ruined 46 percent. Whoa! Never invented. Well, Whoa. here's the deal. I've been reading a lot of different things, and people say we're outsourcing our memories. You know, because we don't have to know phone numbers anymore. We don't We don't have to work so hard for facts. Everything is instantaneous. And your brain doesn't have to go through some of the processes that give you better memory and give well, you better it, other things. Yeah, yeah, I, I get it. So they just say it's ruined us. Mm-hmm. The average millennial relaxes for less than an hour a day. Older people relax for less than 90 minutes a day. And the main reason are all the alerts, messages, news, notifications that are blasting that you can't ignore. Addiction! Addiction. Addiction. <laughs> it's like a musical. I know. I know. Um, I'm just going to end with a Scottish word that you should know, Laurie. Okay. Heed the bah. Okay. 
Okay. An idiot. He's such a hitaba. Hitaba. Um, what a ditty. Spineless idiot. You're such a ditty. A spineless you know? idiot. Uh huh. Why are you bringing a Scottish? Because I have 28 today. Scottish slang words oh. that we're supposed to know. <laughs> okay. So we're going to do one a day? Well, it, I'm going to see if you can remember it. <laughs> okay. Diddy. You're such a ditty. What are it's you? It's like a light insult, doesn't it? A spineless, spineless idiot. idiot. All right. We'll be I can back. Think of someone. We no, will be back. We are talking with Charity Jones. She is starring in Gloria at the History Theater now through October 20th. We'll be right back. If you don't eat your meat, you can't have any pudding. Oh, that's good. And Charity Jones is in studio with us. And Charity, you play Gloria Steinem. I do. So, well, well welcome. Welcome. <laughs> you welcome. got a hell of a review in the yes. Star Tribune And today. Dominic Papatola, Tola, you know, from the Pioneer Press. Press. I haven't read them yet, but All right. well, uh, I'll just, look forward to it now. We're gonna tell you, so it's a kind of your first time being with us on the air. So yeah. welcome, thank you. How did you get this role, this iconic role, to be Gloria Steinem? Oh well, the artistic director at History Theater, Ron Peluso, mm-hmm. saw the show in New York, and he with Christine Lottie. Laurie. That's right. Oh really? Yep, yeah. That's right. And he uh, he thought it would really play well in Minnesota, so he put it on his season, and he thought of me. And asked if I would audition for the director, Risa Brannan. And I did, and she picked me. Yay. How wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Tell us how the story unfolds. Because, I mean, we are, feel this bond with uh, Gloria Steinem because Kathy Hartnett got her on our show uh-huh. one time, and she was on with us for a whole half hour. She uh-huh. was. She swore, said Twice. the S word. I mean, <laughs> she so charmed great. us. She was, yes. she was just so... Uh, uh, inspiring. We were, we were, were in awe. awe. We yeah. were totally in awe. Yeah. And of course, Ms. Magazine came out and that mm-hmm. came to my house. Every, my mom got it. Mm-hmm. So I kind of have feel like we've known her for a long time. How old is Gloria right now? She's 85, 85. years is old. Is she 85? She's 85. She looks amazing. She's still working. She's going strong. She's just incredible. So how does the play Gloria Life? Is it like Gloria, you, you're playing Gloria. Right. Tell us, describe the setup of the show. I will. Um, it, we, we like to talk, those of us who are working on it like to, to, to describe it more of, it's an event mm-hmm. rather than a play. Okay. Oh, lovely. It was written by Emily Mann at Gloria's request. It was Gloria's idea. I love it. And um, it is, the so the first part, it's performed by an ensemble of seven women. Okay. I play Gloria. The other six actors play everybody else, mm-hmm. men, women, and children. Mm-hmm. And they're just great. I just have to shout out to the cast because yeah. they are so good every one of them is so smart and talented and they're great collaborators we're having a great time um so the first part of the play is a really fast walk through some of the major events in sure. gloria's life okay. and i emphasize some mm-hmm. she had a hard time gloria had a t- hard time choosing what she was going to include and there's some memorable things that didn't make it into the show but um so that's the first part of the play um uh, it's so it goes from her childhood through the present day. Okay. Now the second part of the play is mm-hmm. the really exciting mm-hmm. part. Um, we call it Act Two. It's actually a talking circle, and the talking circle is really the foundation of Gloria's work. She's passionate about giving people a voice and letting them tell their story and listening to each other and learning from each other. So. That's what we do. We turn the house lights up and we open it to the room and ask people to share their experiences and ask them how 
their story relates to Gloria's story. And, oh, wow. Um, oh, my gosh. If, you know, if they recognize their own experience in the show or if they were moved by something or surprised by something. And we're getting such amazing comments from the room. Oh, my gosh. I can't imagine. That's really Share cool. one with us. Share. Because yeah. the play just opened on the 28th and it's just running through October 20th at the History Theater. It's the regional premiere. Yeah. Tickets yeah. starting at just thirty dollars. You gotta come. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want. I want to take my mom to this. Yeah, she bring your moms. Yeah. Bring your daughters. Bring your husbands. Bring yep. your sons. Bring everybody. It's for everybody. Has, do you guys cover the period when Gloria Steinem was briefly a Playboy bunny? Yes, that is in the has show. Has anyone has anyone yet gotten up and said I was a Playboy bunny in Wisconsin or no. you know one of the at the Playboy no. Club yeah. in Wisconsin? Okay. I'm waiting for that. That's going to happen. I knew somebody who was a Playboy uh, who was a Playboy bunny in Chicago. You did, yes, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. long ago. That was in the 80s. Yeah. Well, I mean, oh. they were open, yes, yeah, the- through then. And did she go undercover for she an did. assignment? Is that what it was? She yeah. Did. Yep. Okay, so Lori asked you like the experiences of the people in the audience yeah. um, as part of this circle because that's what they did in New York as well. And, yeah. And are right. people they're willing to raise their they hand? Are. And they are, and it's amazing. I mean, we're hearing stories. They're hilarious stories and really heartbreaking stories. There are some tears. And the and it's also fun to hear from the young people. One night there were two young people there. They didn't come together, young women, mm-hmm. and both of them said shared the same sentiment. They said, "I didn't think I really wanted to come to this tonight, but I'm so glad I did." Mm-hmm. And uh, young people are saying the show, it, it, they feel empowered by it, and they feel like they want to learn more and get involved and stuff. Mm-hmm. And what's better than that? Yeah, I mean, oh, really? if I can. Yeah. When did you feminist But when did feminist become a dirty word? In the 80s. Is that when I it mean, happened? It actually always kind of was. That was the backlash against the movement. The, the feminists were were depicted as being man, man haters, haters, right? Yes. And and you know, and it was too, above- too ugly to get a man and yeah. nah, yada yada yada. Yeah. But the real backlash came in the 80s um when women started didn't want to be the identified. Label. Yeah. yeah. The, that label. They misunderstood the movement. And, yeah. Um, Is that coming back around, do you think, with uh, younger women? Do they realize that we're still fighting for equality? We're still. And that's all it is. Well, yeah. We want to be treated equal. Yeah. yeah. Right. Half. We want yes. half. Yes. That's right. Yeah. So did you, you know, um, if you're just joining us, we're with Charity Jones. The play is Gloria, A Life. It's the regional premiere at the History Theater now through October 20th. And, um, Brave reviews, both Pioneer Press and um, the Star Tribune. What did you, when you were learning about Gloria Steinem, because you had to do a deep dive. I did. What was kind of the exciting stuff that you never knew about her? Oh, so much. You know, I'm embarrassed to say that when I was cast in the role, I didn't know a lot about Gloria Mm -hmm. Steinem or the women's movement. When that was happening, I wasn't paying attention. Um, And so... But I knew who she was. I knew she was very accomplished. I knew she meant a lot to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And so I felt this very heavy burden of, you know, wanting to do right by her and, and represent her as a person and her work. And when I started learning about her, getting to know her from her books and, and listening to her speak, and um, there's a great documentary about her on yes. HBO. Oh, yes. there is? Okay. Yes. I just found this. She's such a bright woman, has a wicked sense of humor, mm-hmm. as you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and but but what struck me most about her is her she's her humility and her generosity, and she's absolutely sincere about this work and wanting to help people. It's not about her. 
Yeah. It's about she really wants to help people be seen and uh, get justice. Yeah, and doing it way before anybody else. Right. Oh, yes. She got so yep. much crap because she was good looking. Yeah. She was you know? so good looking. Oh, and she still is. She still is. We were just we, shocked. Yeah, because yeah. that was like maybe 10 years yeah. ago. So she would have been 75 and she came in and she had these amazing jeans on and a silk <laughs> blouse and a cool belt yep. and turquoise jewelry and her aviator. We're like, oh my yeah. gosh, it's yeah. Gloria Steinem, yeah. you know? So that's really, I'm so glad that this is being put on at the History Theater. Yeah. And she's really, iconic. She is. Yeah. And more people should, like, we don't, we take her for granted that yes. she's in this world. Yes. You know? I wonder if she'll come to Minneapolis. Is she going to come? She is, she is not going to come. Home, but we have heard from her. We okay. got, I wish I'd brought Tell it us. so I could read okay. you. But she has a lot of Minnesota contacts. Yes. She does. And um, so she she thinks of Minnesota fondly, but she's not going to come. Yeah. All right. And how do we get our tickets to the History Theater? Lori, we just go, we go to the History Theater.org, I bet. Yep. Okay. Yep. Or call their box office. Okay. And, and, you know, Oprah Winfrey said Gloria Steinem is a visionary and icon, a hero to millions of women and me. And I true. think learning more about her, I think, would be eye opening to a whole generation of people that don't know how hard our, our, my mom fought. Yeah. Um, you know, she yeah, couldn't. Your get mom it. is about the my same mom age is, as Gloria yes, Steinem. So my mom. Yeah. I mean, my mom's gone, but my mm-hmm. mom was just a couple years. Yeah, older a couple years. My mm-hmm. mom's a couple years younger, but this is my. You know, my mom's story. She went back to college to get a degree. She was a single mom with five kids, and just her fight for getting money. You know, being treated equal, and yeah. she did the no bra thing. She went. Yeah. And she did all that, and I'm like, Mom, you're embarrassing me. I mean, but she did all that, and yeah. she fought the fight, and. And it's kind of amazing. There was a fight. Yes. And, and it was hard work. It. Yeah. And, and what's really exciting about this play is I think Glorious that for, for, for everybody that comes to see it, if it's going to be a reminder for some. It's going to be an education for others about how far we've come as women, how far, unfortunately, we still have to go. Sure. We're not there yet. And how easily the gains we've made can be taken away yeah. if we're not vigilant about well, it. Well, we've watched The Handmaid's Tale and we read the oh, book Vox. Right. Yeah. Those have ruined us forever. Charity yeah. Jones, what a treat to meet you. Well, thank you I so mean, much. I mean, this is so fun. I think <laughs> we'll Lori, see you at the show. Yes, we, have we will. To get there we have to, have to, have Let to. Let me know when you come. I'll come say hi. Oh, okay. all right. <laughs> all right. That'll be one. And you, like you said, Joe, your mom. Oh, my mom has to go to this. I have to take her. I mean, she'll die. All right. Yeah, thank, thank you so thank much. Charity. The show is Gloria Life. It's the regional premiere playing now through October 20th at the History Theater. We'll be right back with Hollywood Speak. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood Speaking! What is the meaning of this? Hi, honey. Sienna Miller says dating Jude Law. It was bad timing. I well, fell in love with someone very famous. She told the LUK, I fell in, someone, fell in love with someone very famous, and that became the story. It was bad timing because she appeared opposite of Jude, Jude Law. Law and Elfie. What's it all about? And they became Elfie? engaged, and then they broke up after he had an affair with the children's nanny. Yeah. That was bad timing. That was bad timing, too. <laughs> she um, was just starting out in her career. She was a model, and this was kind of the, her first big acting gig. You know it was bad timing? Having the affair with the Getty, Balsavar oh. Getty, and making out with him on a yacht in uh, the on the Italian Riviera while he his was wife. married to uh, his wife, who he's still married to. Yep. 
with all the children. That was bad timing. Yeah, I don't feel for her. No, I know. I think it's uh, complaining in the wrong direction. Okay. Because we, how how would we even know about her really? I mean, maybe her... Her role in Elfie is, is, I don't remember it. I remember Jude Law. Yeah. So, yeah. She's right. complaining in the wrong direction. Okay. Jenny McCarthy last night was on uh, with Andy Cohen uh, in the club. Was he giving house. her tips on red carpet work? No, he wasn't. <laughs> I was fascinated. I'm trying to figure out whatever she did to her face. She's done kind of, some kind of sculpting on the top of her cheekbones. People are doing that. People do something to their cheeks that are rounded and they look fake. They look... They they have a doll appearance. Yeah. Maybe this is what TV people do because they look better. They I look don't know. flat on TV. I, I have I no don't idea. Know. But I was hoping someone would ask Jenny about Brooke Shields being on last week with Andy Cohen talking about how it came down on The View between her and Jenny McCarthy and she got a phone call Brooke Shields did when she was directing a show at the Hollywood Bowl saying they went with Jenny McCarthy. She said, I guess they, and, and, and Brooke said, and Jenny's my friend. So a caller did ask Jenny McCarthy about that. Here's what she said. She said, I'm friends with her. So yeah. she said the same thing. I love her. And I think, I think she knows deep inside that I took one for the team. <laughs> because let me tell you, oh, that was the worst job I ever had. So you're welcome, Brooke. Mm. Barbara Walters didn't like her. Who, Brooke Shields? No, Jenny McCarthy. Yeah. I mean, she was... I don't know that how she said she takes year. one for the team. I but don't either. She said, I just, I saved Brooke the hassle because Barbara Walters was the meanest person. She told that to Brian... Yeah. Uh, or, excuse, excuse it me. It was the end of... The to-do's book, Ladies of, uh, Ladies of the View. Yep. And she just said she was, she screamed, I got screamed at every day. And how Brooke, horrible. Yeah. That doesn't mean Brooke would have gotten screamed at. No, but it was kind of the end of Barbara's career, and we kept wondering why she was still on, because she just felt short and angry. Well, it it felt like that. It didn't feel like it was fun for her anymore. No, not at all, and it was just... She was like hanging on to it like... Like with tight gloves. Yeah, I'm telling you guys, we're not going to do that here. We're not going to hang on. We're not? No. With tight gloves. I'm relieved. Yeah, good. I'm glad. (laughs) Okay, so Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott quote-unquote, are taking a break after two and a half years together. Uh-huh. And they are, uh, uh, sources say they haven't been together since his documentary premiered in Santa Monica on September or August 27th. And she's in it. And uh, they're taking a break, and People Magazine confirms they're taking a break, so they heard from Kris Jenner, uh-huh. Jenner, but they're they're hoping they're not done. Now, this happened last night, and then today he announced new music. Interesting coincidence. Timing is the breakup well, for sure. the music. I think. Yeah. Well, I think like he's already had a wandering eye on her. Okay. You think? I will would he not date a rap star. I wouldn't. Date I would date a, a rap star musician. No. Mm-mm. So he's got people, you know, throwing themselves at him. I, and they're so. She's so young. She wanted to have another baby right away with him. <clears throat> yeah. Well. It, coincidence and some truth why would you want to compete i mean they go after uh, all of them have well at least she was smart didn't marry him right he's not 
having any privy to any of her billion dollars. And uh, I would get something in writing because they have a daughter. Yes, that he. And I think she just can't deal with it. Even though, like, he maybe promised he'd be discreet. Who cares? It still would hurt. Yeah. yeah. Who who wants that? So, I don't know. I'm 50-50 on if this is a stunt breakup right. for the music or not. I can hang on to that. Okay, Lily Rose Depp is on the cover of a W magazine, uh-huh. the November issue, mostly to promote The King, where she plays the the French Princess Catherine to Timothy Chalamet's King Henry. Here's what she has to say. They're dating in real life. Yeah, but here's what she has to say about nepotism. Because, of course, her dad is Johnny Depp. Yep. Her mom is uh, Vanessa Paradis. I'm not going to say that it doesn't make it easier to get your name out there. Obviously, it does. But honestly, to me, there's something even a little bit harder about it because the expectations are so insanely high. So all I can do is try and be my own person and do my own work. Okay, so she admits because of her dad, she got her first job, her mm-hmm. modeling jobs, and her mom. Mm-hmm. But people expect her to be good, and they wouldn't hire her in the future if she wasn't good. Yeah, I get it. I think that's pretty I real. Think, yeah, I think she's. That's I don't a good have, I don't with that either. answer. I don't. I don't either. A- she said it was it was intimidating working with him. Um, because he's so good and such a well-known actor, Timothy Chalamet. Oh, yeah. And she said that was hard because, you know, he was really good. And right. I'm not really... She's just... She's just starting out more. Yeah, well, here... Uh, she, she can't was, eat around him. She's fluent in French. Of course she is. Her mother's French. Yeah. And then she was asked about that. And she said, well, there's a lightness and a joie de vie that French people have that I try to carry with me. I think the French do pleasure very well i love that and of course <laughs> starting out with the french guests that's right there you, uh-huh. go. you know what it's mm-hmm. kind of um, i'm rooting for lily Rose. i am too De- uh, depp and timothy chamelet they're just uh they're so beautiful and cheekbony he's so skinny <laughs> there's yeah. pictures of them and i'm like oh girl you'll never be able to eat but she d- she's little too she's, she's tiny, tiny too well and they're both so young yeah yeah okay uh, Twitter users in Japan are going crazy for the raunchy Ronald McDonald with packs of six pack and pubic, pubic carrot made out of French fries. <laughs> Boy, did yeah. anyone see the picture? Let me see the picture because mm-hmm. I didn't see the picture. It's a Ronald McDonald and coming out of his underwear are okay, that's French fries. Ab- <laughs> that's absolutely. Uh-huh. It's, that's funny. It I know funny. it. That is hysterical. Why can't we get this? It's kind a Ronald of marketing McDonald in-, in just underwear with French fried pubic hair and a, and ripped six pack tummy. That's funny. It's a cartoon character, it people. Is. That's is. funny. That, that is a makeover in Japan. Yeah, so. I love that. Okay, uh, here is another one. Matt Damon was offered Avatar role. He revealed that he got offered the lead. Uh-huh. And because he was being asked, what is the biggest money role you left on the table? Sure. He said, Avatar. He said, I've left more money on the table than any actor. Actually, the bigger thing t- to this day, my bigger is regret is Cameron said to me, well, you know, I've only made six movies, James right. Cameron. I think his bigger regret is the money. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not that he turned down the role. That's a lot. That he would have been set for, for life. life. Yeah. But not I, that he isn't set right. for life. But he does have like four. Because James Cameron offered him a back end, ten yeah. percent on the back end of Avatar, which was it was worth two hundred fifty million dollars. Is what he would have walked away with. Wow. Yep. 
So he's trying to tell us that he regrets not working with that director, but yeah. we don't believe him. Mm, All right, no. fine. I no, agree. We no, we don't. All right. Uh, doctors are warning that uh, Kim's Kardashian's waist trainers are a hit, but that they could be harmful. They actually got someone at page They're six. I know what they are. Yeah. And this is just what this is, is a, it's a tight corset around your waist. And I remember when the ladies were, Kim was using these after she gave birth. And I'm like, I can't handle that pressure. But the, what the doctors are warning about is not only is this waist trainer tight, it's so tight it affects your organs. Yeah. You know, because we met the woman with the size 15 um, waist. That was she, in 25 they, years of corset training. That's what they call and it. And what happens is right underneath your waist, you have your intestines, you have your stomach, you have some other things that just get pushed down into the gunt area. It's not a good look. We met her, Lori. We did. We did. Because everything just gets pushed down. Yeah, you, your liver, your spleen, yeah. your kidneys. It just all goes down. You're going to get indigestion and heartburn oh. if nothing else. Lori, that's I, the Hollywood speak I that. wouldn't even last two minutes in that. Yeah, right. that's that's something. Okay, kiddos. Use at your own risk. We will be back. We got some Hollywood news for you. Don't go anywh